Welcome to I Quit My Job. In this episode, we have an amazing episode today. You know, it's all about art. It's all about perspective. And we also have Mark Stoddard, mm. an amazing artist, been in the city for a while. And again, this is I Quit My Job, where ordinary stories become extraordinary inspiration. I'm Slowly Plus One, and I'm going to introduce you to Mark. Mark, I really appreciate you coming on, bro. This appreciate is a pleasure. It's Sorry. been a long time. No, no, no. When, I, when <laughs> I've been watching the videos, I said, when's my turn? Oh, nice. Now I can be slowly plus two. <laughs> nice, nice. So why don't you just like uh, let us know um, who you are and what you're currently doing right now? Okay. Um, my name, slowly introduce me again. My name is Mark Stoddard. Um, I consider myself more of a an artist, but a storyteller, but it's more like a visual communicator. I think like with... Saying you're an artist, you get a little bit boxed in. Like, what kind of art do you do, right? So, visual communicator, I think, is a great title to actually kind of, kind of dictate my narrative. Mm. And um, I've been drawn from I don't know what age, and uh, still living off of that. Still little, able to create stories through my visual beings of, of creating through through these hands. Right, hands right. are the ones that actually allow me to to live my life, live my full purpose. It's it's kind of interesting that. Uh, when you kind of reflect on your life and your journey, that art was always a part of me because it's a part of my last name. It's called S T O two Ds A R T. A R T. Amazing. And my name is Mark. I'm even my Mark as an artist. Why don't you jump into it and just kind of explain how your illustrious career started, or did you have to make any sudden movements? Sudden movements. Life is all about those those pivots, right? Yeah, yeah. I quit my job many of times, many of times, but um. Just to give some context to the YMCA, it, it's definitely us growing up as in our late 20s. That was a kind of, guess, our community space for a lot of us to hang out and to network. And uh, for myself, it was just a place to, if you can play ball, you sign your name, you sign your name up on the wall. Right <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's you right. sign your that's name, right, you that's pick right. your team. You, if your team is good, you stay on for a long period of time. And what's great with that, that um, you build this camaraderie of, of men together. You build these relationships that even from that day onwards, mm -hmm. you still have those relationships, right? Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the guys knew that I was an artist. Like, as much as I love the game of basketball, that there's also the hustle of, of creating my storytelling through, through, through clothing. Right. Like, what right. I'm wearing now is right. a piece of me. So um, a lot of the brothers supported me. You, I love when you keep saying young. But man, we, we we've been there. Ah, we young, bro. Yeah, don't know, you your know, black don't crack. You know, we living on the earth. You know how old the earth is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, facts. We young to that. Facts, facts. But um, yeah, eighty nine. Eighty nine. Yeah, man, you got some Benjamin Button juice on you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> that time was when I realized that that kind of guess finding your niche in a way of knowing what you're good at, and I knew that I just love to create art, and then um, putting them onto shirts, and this. Definitely accessible for people to wear, mm -hmm. and uh, the aha moment for me, uh, the hustle was um, going to Carabana at that time in university, and it wasn't offensive. It just the community as a whole walking down, celebrating that moment. Right. And uh, crew, crew of my men's them, uh, big up to Scarborough, but um, we call ourselves the Brotherhood. So it's like pretty much like at least seven of us, seven or eight of us. My first design was the Black Panther. That time, people now know about Wakanda, but I used to collect comic books. Oh, see, so see, I knew, okay, I knew about, okay. I knew about T'Challa from, from day one. Oh, see. And so I, I had the design of him, 
with the content of Africa with the with the red, black, and green, the Marcus Garvey kind of look, and then uh, we wore those at, at um at Carabana on University, and man, the amount of people who saw us and reacted to us like, yo, where you get those shirts? Like this, I just knew that I had something special to do, right? Mm. Or give to the world. Right. That was, right. That's my first introduction of my hustle of becoming an entrepreneur. That was technically one of my first jobs, textile printing. Because, you know, that's an early time. In 89 all the way up to now, how did you build and continue building? I'll give you a crossroad of that scenario. Is that um, I'm in school, loving basketball for Sheridan, playing for the team, winning nationals, doing everything big for my first year. So you guys won nationals? Oh, yeah, bro. Like, my wall, my name is up on that wall there. But um, playing for them, playing well. But then what was happening, my school marks were dropping. And so I'm like, how far can I go with this basketball thing? I'm, I'm not as far as I, what I want, because I'm not going to go in the league. I'm not going to play professional. So right. I had to quit. My marks were dropping. Mm-hmm. So I had to make a choice. I had to marks. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And so I quit basketball, stuck into the, the, my schooling, got my degree, graduated, and then I got my first job as textile and printing, worked there for a while. So I grasp understanding what textile and printing could be and being in the back understanding um, separating of screens and film artwork and all that kind of stuff. So I, I got a part of understanding that I'm learning all this and I can learn to apply it for myself too. So have you have you had that challenge in terms of the art and in terms of now you're working for this uh, silk press or print press? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how, did, how did you evolve with that? It, it, was, it was nice because the um, opportunities to using their machinery to print the stuff that I wanted to print after work there's still that fire within myself that it, I'm not fulfilling my purpose. Okay. Not really fulfilling okay. it, but that's kind of weathering the storm. Mm-hmm. So um, this, this is my first quitting my job was uh, I was done. It was a time in the summer I said, I'm, I'm just done. And um, I went, one thing a lot of people know, I'm from, I'm from the UK. Mm-hmm. So I decided, no, I'm getting out of Canada. Right. I said, let me just go to England. Mm-hmm. So I spent at least a year. Just to, just to get out of the world, to see the world for what it is, and go back home. Mm-hmm. And um, funny enough, I got an opportunity to play professional basketball over there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It wasn't, oh, nice, yeah, nice. it's was like, but <laughs> even playing that, I wasn't fulfilled. Maybe nice. because if I was there younger, mm-hmm. younger at that stage in life, maybe it would have been something different. I, oh, wow. I did that for a minute, came back home, and then um, couldn't find work. And my dad, because he worked for Cadbury mm-hmm. at that time, he always said, You always can come back to. Cadbury, right? Mm-hmm. But let me digress. Before that, um, that was the, the industry was changing. The mm-hmm. internet was coming in. Mm-hmm. And so um, I applied for this um, kind of this grant for a web developer. And um, I just I applied, did the, I think it was a six-month course, mm-hmm. and then that placement. And then um, one of the placements was this one company, and then one of my other good friends who was in the course, he got into working for Much Music. Oh, nice. So I'm like, yo, I want much music as well. Mm-hmm. And so I quit. I didn't quit the job. I didn't, I didn't apply for the other position. I, right. I, I, my friend said, there's a, a position for a web designer at much music. And then I applied for that. And I got in. Oh, nice. Again, you were working for much. I was working for oh, much. Oh, nice, nice, nice. So but what was great with that, the relationships I had at working at much, because mm-hmm. Master T was there at that time, Tony Young. So Master that built, built a nice relationship for me to mm-hmm. be there for a good amount, I think. Four years, oh, wow. four to five years. And then um, another position opened up at a company called Onyx mm-hmm. on Don Mills. Onyx. 
<laughs> not the grant group, but it's a yeah, company. Yeah, but um, <laughs> and so I quit much music mm-hmm. and went to play work for Onyx because now they're paying more, right, more right, money. And right. at that time, I was burning like a candle at both ends, right, making good money from this other company, but still doing my freelance stuff as, as a graphic designer, right, and still doing my clothing, and I was doing stuff for like BMG, Sony. Universal, oh. doing all the graphic design stuff for them. Mm-hmm. So it was um, it was amazing how I was able to, um, these transferable skills that I, I picked up along the way in my journey, mm-hmm. I was able to apply to what I was doing as, as my hustle and then working as a 9 to 5, but I was almost getting burnt out right, at right. the same time. Right. And then um, fast forward again a little bit more after that, um, downsizing. As much as you make that good amount of money, mm-hmm. they chop you up. Anyone's <laughs> making good money, they get rid of you quickly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I lost that job. Um, then, um, my dad always says, you can always come back to Cadbury. Right, right. Cadbury's always <laughs> waiting for you. Always <laughs> waiting for me, brother. It was, it was just a means to an end, so I just did it. But what was interesting about this time going back to Cadbury was that, um, a position opened up in the, um, logistics area, which is the, um, the apartment of, um, printing and designing and graphic design. And so that logistical department, because a, a woman, um, she was, she's going on mat leave. And so they needed a graphic designer. Funny enough, I got the position. Right. And again, the relationship through my dad, I got in, worked there. This is when the real shift happened. Mm-hmm. So when um, I was home, I got the sudden news, and you know who this person is, Sean, Sean Rose Blue. Right, right. When he passed, wow, that rocked my world. Because, mm-hmm. again, that's, that's one of our homies from the YMCA, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Everybody knew him. The community knew him. Right. He was a definitely a community guy, right? He was involved with Malvern Community Center. He was just putting his time in, brother. Like he was, when you high regards, like when you see his name or you talk about him, right, right. He's right. with the ancestors now, but he was one of those guys. So when he passed, it shocked the whole community. Mm-hmm. It really did. And to go to his funeral with another good friend of mine, Nigel Duncan, right. Um, and you just saw everybody from good to bad. From whatever that was, it's a, sen- it's a central part of everybody was there to give give homage, give respect to right. this guy, right? Yeah, yeah. And that was yeah. the last time I actually worked for a company. Oh wow! I said, you know what? Um, losing him and seeing the, the reaction, the how the community responded to the loss of somebody mm-hmm. like him, um, and the people there, I said to myself, if I was going to to transition, mm-hmm. or what's going to be my impact? What's going to be the thing right. that I can do mm-hmm. in a way that I can really preserve my legacy, right? Because mm-hmm. there's two things in life that's guaranteed. The day that you're born, right. the day that you die. It's that dash in between. What's going to be that mark, that imprint that you can make people to remember you by? Right. Like I said, what, what Blue did for us as a community, I said, I got to do the same thing. And so I said, done. I said, I'm, I'm done. This is the real quit. I quit my job. I'm, I'm done. I'm just going to do it for me. But the affirmation was my father. Because, again, old school Western man. Um, I'm home. It's like, yo, you need to find a job. Yeah. I'm like, nah, this is my job. Like, mm-hmm. Whatever it is I'm going to go through, I'm going to go through this now. Mm-hmm. And then the consistency of me doing it and realizing that I'm not wavering, Right. he let me be. Oh, nice. He just nice. let me be. In Islam. Support He's system's like, key, yeah. brother. Yeah, but he needed to see if I was willing to do right. this this time. And, and right. He, I, 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 that's for him to show me his respect. Say, okay, I'm going to let you see how you can do this now. Because, again, Western Father's... You want, you have to provide, right? You right. want to know, can my son really sustain himself in this world, right? Mm-hmm. And you realize that this is, if this is the thing that you want to do, 
So without that support system on your dad, let's say your dad was like, yo, you got to get out of this house. That would have changed some kind of perspective. Of, Most definitely. You know, and, and so how do you look at that? And then if somebody else is saying they have that situation where their parents are on and saying, yo, you're going to be a starving artist. You just, you just said earlier, it's like you really need to have that support factor. It's A, your, your parents, or even your day ones, right? Mm-hmm. That you need those people to, to ground you. Mm-hmm. Not, and again, that dream or that idea, that, that seed that you plant, like you plant that for you right. and allow that to manifest. Manifestation is a beautiful thing, brother. Like mm-hmm. You really got to believe in what you, your yes. gifts are and yes. really allow it to grow in, within. Mm-hmm. And then when they're not, it will break through. And the fruits of your labor will grow, man. Right. I'm a testament of that. Like, I, I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't mm-hmm. be in the position that I am. But statistically, people will see me as right. 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 I was that kid, portfolio in one arm and a basketball in the other. Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing yeah. that, brother. Like remember. weathering that, brother. So people who know me from day, they know that. And I remember so, that bag, and then you're coming into the gym. We're all balling. You yeah, know what man. I'm saying? So I take that energy that is, and I'm using this to, again, those. Um, those streams of those, the learning skills, right? Mm-hmm. And um, those tangible skills that I picked up along the way, and I'm just applying and reapplying it. Because right. I see a lot of brothers along the way don't know how to use that energy that they have and don't know how to circumvent that energy to something else. Right. I just right. knew that basketball is not the only thing I have. How did you kind of like start moving into like with the major organizations, Ooh. MLSC and all of that? Like the things that I see on social media and the things that you promote, and then even... Like, no, no. It's how did you maneuver those times? Never bro? really, never really maneuvered in a way. Like I always stay, stay fast to who you're I was. You're always culture, always. Everything Everybody who knows me from day one, I'm, I'm that dude. I'm that, I'm that, okay. that, that, that black, that black, black, like mm-hmm. that pro black. Mm-hmm. Like, I always, that's a part of my foundation, my upbringing. Right. That's always the connection to who I was. Um, '89 high school, that shifted my, my, my trajectory. Where I was and what I wanted to do, and I never wavered from that. I never compromised right, right. who I was, um, and through my work, it always says that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, knowing that path, it, it's like your GPS. It just maneuvers through life, and you just hit, and along that journey, you just connect with other people along the way that can build you up. Interesting when you said that, and it comes full circles that um, now at Sheridan, teaching as a professor right. from Sheridan, right. um, I have my first sketchbook. And my sketchbook, because my teacher said, you always got to make time, like going to the gym and practicing. You have to keep drawing and sketching and sketching and drawing. And so I was at an event at UFT, and um, Kwame Ture, a.k.a. Slopey Carmichael, Mm -hmm. one of the strongest revolutionary brothers out there. I got to meet him for the first time. Um, He's with the ancestors now. Mm -hmm. And uh, I did a drawing of him live when he was speaking. And and then um, I asked him to sign my book for me. And even now, when I look at the book, it's just goosebumps as I'm talking about it. He even wrote it and goes, everything for the people, even art. And I'm like, wow. That's like, didn't know what was written, but now taking it back, yo, my power, my purpose is mm-hmm. through my artistry. Mm-hmm. And I have to stay to that course of giving my, my storytelling through art. Right. And he's giving me that kind of gets that cosign from that, right? Nice, nice. And I always felt like in life that whatever you accomplish in life, you got to pay it forward and give it back. My knowledge of who I was and uh, finding ways of telling my story through um, iconic people like uh, my relationship with Dr. John Carlos. Yeah, yeah. Explain some of those relationships, like, man. Explain some of those. Like that's really big, right there. Like as I was mentioning earlier with you, seeing the fist, the movie. Yeah, 
I, like you know, and in Toronto, it's still a little bit like that's still new. You yeah. know what I mean? It was still new, but you were still on this that, on that level. On, on that level, I, like I knew about him from when I was in high school. I knew about that demonstration mm-hmm. and um, and what it stood for. And even now, it's like you said, when that whole shift happened with um, George Floyd, right? That story came even more alive of social injustice, and to know that um, I'm I'm bridging that and allowing myself to be a vessel for that and being a service to him. As a visual communicator, as my artistry, I'm able to brand him and be able to bring his story to light a little bit more, and even to a younger level of people, right. and bring him to Toronto and all that kind of stuff. It's it's kind of surreal, but again, it's about planting that idea and, man- and manifestation is the key. Like, why me? Like, why is it that I'm the person who's able to bring him or have that relationship with him to like ten years in, right. and um, and building his story, right? So. I'm just thankful, man. So what, what do you think it is that they see in you outside of your art? Because you're still a person. So the art is good, mm-hmm. but you're still a person. So a man like John Carlos, how, how would a person like that see, see the vision in you? Like, what is it that you feel you're giving off for a person so iconic to see the vision in you for them to come? Well, I, that's a good question. Man. I, as I reflect... I don't know. I just feel that I'm just a good dude, bro. I'm just one of those day ones who, like, if I see something in you or they see something in me that, mm-hmm. like, I'm a humble dude. Mm-hmm. I don't ask for much. Um, I'm, I'm just, like, again, just trying to live my purpose and just trying to do the right thing. Right, and right. maybe that absorbs through me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but it, I mean, it shows in the art. And it shows, like you said, you have this lived experience of the culture. Right. And you walk the culture. You I live it. Culture, I wear it. You live it. You wear it. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? And you come up with the acronyms for it. You know yeah, what I'm man. saying? So you've worked with all these organizations in the city, major organizations, major, major art show, Randall. So w- what's next for you, bro? Like, w- w- What's next for you? Wow. Um, getting back to into the arts, like, it's interesting that I'm adapting to clothing, um, mentorship, mm-hmm. um, graphic design, building their brand. Um, but the whole essence of who my being is is to create art. Like create art. It's getting my hands dirty, like getting back onto doing the canvas stuff. Like right. now we're in the digital world that has been done. Procreate, illustrator, right. and that kind of stuff, man, which has been a few years for me just learning and doing what I do now. Um, just recently, I was commissioned to one of the 27 artists, mm-hmm. uh, it was a call out last year for the Scotiabank Arena, and um, I submitted my work. And because it's sports, it's right. always be the thought, right. of my course, foundation of, course, of, 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 of And so um, I submitted my stuff, they liked it, um, and then um, they commissioned me to create six pieces. So I got the opportunity to do six and draw. Of course, that six set. is that number. Yeah, in the six. <laughs> And but and going not small pieces these are big pieces right so that summer was a taxing summer mm-hmm. but it was it was worth it was worthwhile because I got my hands dirty again I got involved in um, creating right. and um, producing right. and where are those pieces now at that Scotiabank Arena on the twentieth level okay. I physically can't be there but my legacy of my art is there right permanently right. Right. so so with that legacy I also noticed that you're also on this like platform to say, hey, I need to have my walk of fame. So 
for you to have that kind of confidence, where does that come from to say, hey, like, you know, I need to get my number retired. Like, what are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? Like, retire my number. Like, how do you, how do you champion for yourself like that? I did my, I did my work, man. I, I edged my, I, I made an imprint. I left my mark. And so um, the community, again, stepped up. And as much as I requested it, everybody's been supportive and been submitting the letters in. Right. And so having that star would be nice. I think it's important. Globally, I've, I've done my symbolism of, of imprints of, of brands and stuff I've, I've touched on. There's so many things I've, I've created that a lot of people don't even know. Okay. And so, and so, like I said, like having your name somewhere, like going to school, like when I teach mm-hmm. these young people coming in, I said, I'm, I'm just like you. I was a 19-year-old kid just trying to find my way. Mm-hmm. And I bring them into the gym. Mm-hmm. And I talk about legacy. And I say, look up there, and you see in the rafters. And I say, look, there's my name. You know right, right. As a kid try to find his way and like that's pretty sick yeah that's pretty sick. so i know you you mentioned your aha moment mm-hmm. you know like so so from that aha moment can you provide some gems for or something that somebody could take away from um, one thing i can say enjoy the, the failures mm. i think um, a lot of us um, dwell on it and, and quit on that right i'm thinking when you fall the goal is to get back up Right. And, and learn from those, those yeah. failures, right? And right. figure out how to maneuver the next step in your life. Because mm-hmm. I went through enough um, no's. Right. But you're like, those failures of those no's will get to that, that one. You just need that one yes. That one yes will change one, everything. Change everything for you. Yes, yes. Right? Um, the one thing, finding allies, finding people who um, are not really in your circle, mm-hmm. but um, they become your, your day two. Right. In life. Okay. And, and still up to this day, I still find these these angels to mm-hmm. come and support me in the moments that I think, like, how the hell I want to get through this these, these projects. Right, today. right. Send some of them angels my way, brother. Oh, <laughs> you have them because, bro, I've seen <laughs> what you've done and where you, your journey has as at one point in your life and to where you are now. I'm proud right. of you. Right, right. You from before this thing started, like, I, there's people who always watch us and see what we're doing, right? They don't say nothing, but they... On, on the side, on the side way, they they say something. Right. I'm just telling you now, like I give you, I'm giving you your flowers. I All see right, you. Respect, bro. I see respect. you. I see the work you've done. You've been consistent, and that's the one thing I, I tell the next students or anybody. Mm-hmm. Got to be consistent with it, man. If, mm-hmm. if you want this, you got to be consistent. Right. And so, as you know, we're gonna be wrapping up. This is I quit my job, where ordinary stories become extraordinary inspiration. And Mark, it's been great having you here, man. Even though we're doing it in front of a camera, I really appreciate you coming out, man. And this is I Quit My Job podcast. I'm Slowly Plus One. Um, thank you guys for checking in. And uh, we couldn't do this without you. And I appreciate you coming on here, Mark. Pleasure, bro. Thank always, you so much, Always, man. always, always. No, thank you for inviting me, man.